Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Welcome to the Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Bulldogs. Uh, we're, we're here to talk about just anything and everything UGA sports related. And when we say anything and everything, look, Daniel and I, we're, we're great at the... Uh, at like the license, the creative license game, we can stretch a lot to fit within the tent of connected to UGA sports. Okay, we'll fi- if there's a will, there's a way. We will connect it to a, UGA sports. I found a way to bring up the AM Crunchwrap from Taco Bell last week on an episode and fit it in seamlessly. It's yeah. not... Look, we, if you... If you challenge us to try to, all roads lead to Rome, no, nay, all roads lead to Athens. Okay. We, we once did an entire segment about a hypothetical three-on-three basketball tournament with SEC football coaches. <laughs> SEC like, football coaches. I, Lane Kiffin was was raining oh. down threes, and Daniel and I were all about it. And if you come back at us, we'll fight you on it. I don't like, want kind of I don't want kind of hard drugs. Our boy Jeff is on, who came up with that idea, but it is clearly something <laughs> more than recreational. But but we but we did it. What, we made it work. What, what drugs are more than recreational? That's called but, prescription. That's what I'm trying to say, Clint. I'm trying to say it's a little bit harder. It's a little bit harder than the recreational. Harder than cocaine. <laughs> Listen. I don't know what you spend your time recreating with, but that's not. You said harder than cocaine. This it, I didn't say harder than cocaine. No, you, you I might have implied. implied. It. I might have implied, implied it. Well, gosh, we just, as much, just to be clear, uh-huh. this week so far we've covered cocaine and coronavirus. All, so. All laughing at the death in coronavirus. Okay, let's just make that clear. Hey, we're here so that you can enjoy conversations with fans because we're having this conversation with you right now. You're listening to it. We can't hear you, but you know what? I like to think we can hear you in our hearts. Okay, Georgia fan, Daniel and I take ourselves. If we could hear them. We wouldn't always like what we heard. <laughs> no, no, no. It's good no. for our egos that we it's can't. It's good hear that back. we can't hear you, to yeah. be honest. But but we appreciate that you're here. Uh, so if you like being a fan of Georgia, which you do because you're listening, we're glad you're here. We're not gurus or insiders. We're just expert fans, just like you. We are, and we say it every day. We appreciate you being here. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Um, uh, email us like Jeff does. Who on on whatever he's on uh, more, e- more than recreational? Email us at uh, lockedonbulldogs at gmail Hit us up on Twitter at dogs podcast. Um, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend about the podcast. Um, uh, leave us your comments, your questions, your thoughts, your opinions. Um, uh, we care about all those things. If you have ideas, mm-hmm. uh, as we mentioned earlier, for the show. Uh, let us know, Clint, what are we talking about today? One of our favorite subjects, and that is power rankings. We got more power rankings, but it's not just random power rankings as most of our stuff is. It's very, very focused, and it's the best or most valuable, however we want to say it, assistant coaches of UGA football power rankings for you and I to debate and discuss, Daniel. It, let me just start here, Clint. I don't think neither of us found this very easy to uh, do. I 
I don't think we are currently finding it easy. I think in our heads right now, we're waffling between deciding to double down on our top three or change. And that kind of brings me to my first to my first point, which is off the list here. Okay. Because I wanted to ask you who's the who's the at the bottom? Who's the worst? Oh. Or least valuable. Oh but my I gosh. think that's even harder to do. And I think it makes my point, Clint. There's not a single assistant coach on this team right now that I have a negative feeling about at all. If one of these coaches was to leave tomorrow, we'd be fiery. I'd be, oh, I'd be fuming. Yeah. I'd be very upset. And that, I, I hope it's obvious if you've listened to the show for more than 10 minutes, that has not always been the case. No. Like, not that long ago. Assistant coaches left this program, and we were like, meh, whatever. Okay. And then other assistant coaches left, and we were like, hooray. Thank Uh the Lord, they're gone. Um, None of these guys fall into that category. All right, let's start start it off at the top, or as it were, the bottom. Number three, your third-ranked. University of Georgia assistant football coach, Clint. Who comes in at number three on your list? Okay, look. I don't know how he doesn't make this list, and I almost talked myself out of having him on this list. Because UGA, known as RBU, Uh how can you not have Del McGee not on this list at number three? But here's, I almost talked myself out of it for this reason, this reason alone. The brand name of RBU carries a ton of weight. Mm-hmm. And if Del McGee was to leave, we would still be RBU. That weight, that that ability is oh, there. He didn't, he didn't make that. Right. He didn't make us that. No, Absolutely he did not. not. But and Del McGee, make no mistake about it, that man can pull in some fish. Like, Del McGee's the guy that Kirby says, I got my dream five. And Del says, uh, so which five flights am I on? Like, he's the cat out there wrangling in all the big ones. He is a great, great ambassador for UGA. Del McGee comes in number three. Clint, starting off with some agreement on the list. Mm. I I got Del McGee at number three. I find it it fascinating. Was it maybe maybe two years ago? We would have had Del McGee number one by a landslide. On this oh, list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Del McGee was the dude and still is the dude. It's just that there have been some other dudes who have shown up on campus. Del McGee is one of the longest tenured assistant coaches. By the way, is he the longest tenured assistant coach on this he staff? He has to be. He has to be. I mean,. Maybe how I mean, long Trey Glenn, Scott, how, how long, long has Glenn Schumann been there? Oh no. I think he's longer than Del McGee's been there longer than Trey Scott for sure. Um yeah. Del McGee's just kind of like the I thought he'd have a a job by now. I thought he'd be uh, given a head coaching job. Or at least a I coordinator job by now. But all the all the guy does is go out and recruit five star talent. 
Um, it's incredible what so, he's able to do. It really is. Um, he's got he's got his work cut out for him this year Ooh. in the running back room. This is Ooh. this this will be the Show year that he shows us some on the field product. Because listen, if, agree. if some of these if the running back position excels this year, that's Del McGee deserves a lot of credit for that mm-hmm. uh, for that upgrade. All right, number two coming up. All right, that list doesn't get easier; it only gets harder. Only gets harder as, as you as you cross people out because now you're running out of slots. Yeah, you only got two left, and there's still coaches on here. I mean, ex guys, we're talking about we. You know, we have two guys that used to be head coaches of major programs. Yeah. Okay. Great. Cool. Um. All right. Number two on my list is who I think might be no no I'm not gonna say that Uh-oh. I'm just gonna skip I'm gonna skip that whole take no commentary, I might okay. get back to it I might get back to it later but right now I don't feel comfortable saying it number two on my list is the defensive coordinator Dan mm. Lanning listen I know that Kirby runs this defense. I get it. That's why Dan Lanning's not number one on my list, to be honest with you. But I love I love Dan Lanning. I love the energy that he coaches with. I love what he brings. And I just want a I got just they're co defensive coordinators, so I feel like I should be able to make Glenn Schumann my co number two on this list. Because I, I think, because I, mm. I think they go to get it. Listen, you're arguing with Kirby. You're not arguing with me <laughs> when I say that those are my co number twos because sure. that's the that's the title he gave them. So, um, no, Dan Lanning is an excellent recruiter, <clears throat> but you get the sense that he's just a great uh, he's just a great coach. This defense last year. That's exactly right. You do think that he is just an incredible coach because you see him progressing people countless times over. Yeah. The, I mean, the defense, the jump that this defense took from last year to this year, uh, from from 2018 to 2019, uh, unbelievable jump. Oh, yeah. With a lot of really young players on the oh, field. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Lanning, great teacher. And uh, even though we have Kirby, hugely valuable assistant coach. Hugely valuable. Couldn't agree more. Daniel, I don't know. Are we going to go three for three? I have a feeling we may go three for three. What a boring podcast. I'm really not happy about this right now. Okay. Uh, Number two on my list is the aforementioned fantastic football coach, Dan Lanning. And here's, here's my take on Dan. And I think I'm beginning to believe this more and more. I think Kirby's never going to give full control over to anybody on defense, okay? It's just not in his nature. It's not in his DNA. He grew up on that. He's, it's his baby, all right? However, I think Dan Lanning's trustworthiness that Kirby's giving him is only making Kirby be able to go elsewhere on the team and give his attention and aspects of other sides um, of big vision things. Dan's 
trust that Kirby is giving him is going to make Kirby a better coach because Kirby's going to be able to let things go knowing that Dan's got it under control. So uh, he is number two for me. He is incredibly important. As defenses goes, you cannot, you cannot, and the SEC will never be this, you cannot have a mediocre to poor defense. Okay, this isn't the Big 12. All right? That's, we are. That's not nothing, how we play football. Nothing's ever been truer. And right. that's... That's as, as good of a summary as we could ever have. This isn't the Big 12. That's, this is not. That's all. And praise God. Because if it was, we'd be questionable fans. We'd also have questionable logic and intelligence. Uh, but True. I digress. Dan Lanning's number two on my list as well. Daniel. All right. I mean, number one number one coordinator on mm-hmm. the, on the list. No, yeah, number one assistant coach. Sorry. Coordinators, associate head coaches, whatever, whatever passing game coordinators. I don't know. Like, there's you realize every person on this list is like a, either a coordinator uh-huh. or an associate head coach, except mm-hmm. Trey Scott and Charlton Warren. They're the only two assistant coaches on the. You got a co-defensive coordinator. You got a running game coordinator. You got an associate mm-hmm. head coach. You got a. Oh, I guess Todd Hartley is the an assistant coach in charge of tight ends. Passing game coordinator, Passing special game, teams yeah. coordinator. Clint, where are you going number one on this list? Number one, power rankings, most important. Guy who needs to show me he is everything we hoped him to be, and that is Todd Munkin. The, the monk. The monk. The monk makes it, which is, which is really hard because I said yesterday on the show. You did. You can't be the new guy. Make it on a list. Well, you re- Todd's you not. Really, you really, uh, you really pulled a little bait and switch there. I did. I did. Because Scott Cochran is, is new in a lot of respects. He's new to on-field. He's new to UGA. He's new to coaching and, and, and being having a whistle in his mouth as he's on the field. Todd is not a spring chicken. He's not wet behind no. the ears, not green at all. This is not his first rodeo. Okay. So I Correct. meant... I said he's not new. I can't give it to a new guy. Todd doesn't count as that because he is just salty old dog. And I'm glad he's here. Look, there's never been a more pivotal time of UGA. We're at our height as a program. The brand is doing well. Don't come at me. 1980, I get it. National championship. I get tradition. I know all of that. But as a powerhouse staple in the minds of everyday Joe Blow college football fan, okay, this is this is pivotal. And Todd Munkin... 100%. Not, to make job, not your job to make your job any more difficult than it already is, brother. But we're going to rise and fall based upon what you do with points on the board this year and next year and the year after that. Are we, are we disappointing Georgia that has all the promise in the world and leaves fans dejected and kicking trash as we exit the doors? Or it's, are it's you a, going to be the one to lead us to the promised land? It's a... It's really well said, and and something I don't know that maybe many Georgia fans are necessarily thinking about, but this is a huge time in the history of the Georgia football program. This Todd Munkin hire, it it really does matter. Now, you could say we could just go out and hire the next guy (laughs) if Todd Munkin doesn't work out. You know, we we had Jim Chaney, and then we had... Uh, what's his name? I already forgot his name. James Coley and <clears throat> Jimmy C. You know he didn't work out, so we just hired Todd Munkin. If Todd Munkin doesn't work out, we'll just hire the next guy. But there's a window here 
Mm-hmm. And and the window, you only get so many shots at it. If you're Kirby, you only get so many shots to hire an offensive coordinator and to make decisions about the the future of the program. Kirby doesn't have unlimited credibility. He hasn't won multiple national championships mm-hmm. before. And so there's a there's a time when that credibility will run out. And so this is a huge not necessarily just this year, no. but this hire of Todd Munkin, it means a great deal, not just to this team or our hopes of winning a national championship in the next two years, but to Kirby's future at Georgia and Kirby's legacy as a head coach and the University of Georgia's trajectory moving forward. Kirby 100%. has proven he can recruit. Kirby has proven he can put out high-level defenses. Can we have a team that is competitive in modern college football to win national championships? That's what we're looking for. Uh, and, and there's no one, no one in the football building that will have more to say about that than Todd Munkin will. New system, new style, uh, new scheme. How much freedom is Kirby going to give him? Mm-hmm. Uh, how much rope is Todd Munkin going to take? Uh, how much adjustment period is going to be required, if any, before we start to see uh, the results play out on the field? Um, it's going to be a fascinating. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating situation to watch. I think it is by far the most intriguing part about this football season if you're a Georgia football fan. And and again, hear us out. Okay. We're not we're not saying Todd Mung is going to be the savior of the program. Kirby's the one leading this ship and doing it. But you have to understand that if we look back at this, like like this could be the point at which we overcome all the ghosts and we say from hence day forward, okay, Dabble was at Clemson. All right. Mm-hmm. You, y'all remember Remember, they got a new quarterback, they got a new system, mm-hmm. Dabble came in, and now we know the Clemson, that is Clemson. Okay, they were they had good seasons before. They were, quote, historic. All right? All those things were true. That They were old. I don't know if they yeah. were historic. Well, I, that's, that's why I said quotes, you know. Um, but then they got onto a new tier, and that's exactly what uh, this season is for us. And this, this coming Season, not just as a season one year, but but era of time, the next three years is going to really define that for us. Uh, so, Daniel, we're all the same. We got the top top three assistant coaches, identical, one, two, and three, and we're all the same. Fantastic. Well, man, just hey, when you're right, you're right. What, you know, Daniel, you I, I heard a relationship expert tell me one time if two people are saying the same thing in a relationship, one of them is useless. So. Uh, oh. All right. Well, well. I wonder which one of us will be back tomorrow. <laughs> hey, you should tune in to figure out which yeah, one of us continues on the legacy of Lockdown Bulldogs. It's true. Um, well, at least one of us will be back tomorrow, though. Guaranteed. Uh, and hopefully you'll be back. We appreciate you listening. Uh, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow. See ya.